7k pick coach is down family is sick senator is barely holding in there right now as a bug is flying through to 7k family but we're gonna record we're gonna do our best and we got the senator with us today thoughts with the uh the francis family as they deal with their sickness right now hopefully we'll have coach back on next week as we get ready for those christmas games senator we know you're not you're feeling a bit under the weather but how you feeling about Desmond Ritter? Oh man. Um I'm like a little confused right now. Like I'm in yeah. like two different ways cuz uh Mariota was playing inconsistent. So it kind of like w- worked against the team. But at the same time I was like okay, he's starting to get back as a starting quarterback cuz if you're not a starter for how many years, it's kind of hard to just be thrown in there and expected to do good, right? But yeah, the injury report came out about him. And then I was like, okay, that makes a little more sense. He was he was still running the ball as well as he could, as injured as he was. So I give him a lot of credit. But Desmond, it's your time, man. Prove why, prove why we drafted you. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh... It's got a big run coming up here. We'll talk about your division first, I guess. Um, it's a clusterfuck. <laughs> I, oh, yes. I, I have no idea who's going to win it at, at this point. I, I You could tell me New Orleans is going to win. I'm like, sure, I can believe you. You can tell me Carolina is. I would say it, the most confidence, honestly, may be with Carolina. I am going to say with the most confidence – I have a feeling that it would be Carolina. Um, All Carolina needs to do is not turn over the ball. Yeah. They have an amazing defense. Um, Their run game is really good. And nobody really thought that was going to be the case after they traded CMC. Yep. But they're proving that they've, they're a well put together team. They just don't, have a quarterback so yeah. all sam darnold needs to do right now is just not turn over the ball and be brock purdy yep and they have a chance they have a chance to take it because brady is not looking like brady no brady's looking like he's already out like one foot out the door yep uh my team we still have a shot i'm not oh gonna yeah think, absolutely but, but especially with uh that's a lot of pressure to put on a rookie to try leading you to the playoffs at this point. You guys got to win this week with the game you have on Christmas Eve. Got to win this game. Yeah. The only, if we lose this game, the only chance that we have is if every other team loses too. And if coach dodges the pod next week, he's gone. He's cut. Cause then something's fishy. If he's dodging that, cause we need the break, the full breakdown of Ravens and 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 Falcons next week for the Bird Bowl for 7K picks. He better that's, be on here next week. I hope everyone gets healthy and good. He's got to be on here for the Bird Bowl next week. That's going to be that's going to be one of those ones where it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. But well, you got Ravens fans on all sides for you. Oh yeah. Like I got 
nothing but Ravens fans. I I don't know any Falcon fans to tell you the truth. So yeah. Well, uh, yeah, for the Saints, I my one question with the Saints is I just don't understand what Winston did to anybody. Like, what did he do? Like, just give him a shot. I don't know. I don't know. He got injured. I think him coming back, he thought, all right, once I get healthy again, I'm going to, this is back to being my team. Hmm. And then Dalton was playing pretty good to start. And then he wasn't, and they still won't give him back the, give him back the chance to be. I, I don't, I don't so, get it. I don't know. I think Winston's out of there next season. Yeah. Um, I don't know to where, to tell you the truth. But I think Winston's out of there. If I was him, if I was New Orleans, I would try to trade Winston for Zach Wilson. Hmm. You don't want you don't want Zach Wilson on the team. White Mike White is out here balling like crazy. Yeah. Even after getting destroyed like multiple times. Buffalo. Right, yeah. like he still yeah. walked out there. That's the guy that you want run leading your team at this point because that team trusts him at this point. Yeah, get rid of get rid of Zach Wilson. Yeah, so it's kind of like, like we like to do the updates on the team. So we got the update on your team. Uh, coach isn't here, so Lamar didn't play, and somehow I it's for this Ravens team. I I, I just don't trust them. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right now. When it gets to the playoffs, I just do not trust this team. They win these close games, so I guess that matters. But Lamar's been hurt. They had the other quarterback in there, but they win these really close games. They're four and one in their last five. Uh, that Jacksonville one's the the blemish in there, but there's these really tight, close games. That I mean, the competition hasn't been barn burners that they've been facing. I would say, you know, and this it, it's they're going to make the playoffs at this yeah. point. I would say the Ravens are a lock to make the playoffs. They have the Browns this week. Deshaun is like terrible. That's fantastic. Uh, they face your team. It's, I think will be a, a kind of a trap game for them. Steelers always tough. And then they finish off in that Bengals game. Um, for them, I, you can probably just try to hold off Lamar as long as you can, as you wait for the playoffs, but just with the competition that's above them with KC and and Buffalo and even Cincinnati would put ahead of them. I just don't trust them against those teams in a playoff scenario. At this point right now, Cincy is proving that they are an elite team. And they're gonna get the they're gonna get the division. They are definitely gonna get the division the way how they're playing at this point right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they already know that there's no that they're not gonna get first place. Yeah. But I could still see them trying to eye first place if Buffalo loses to Miami. Yeah. Cause then they're like, okay, we have a we have a better shot at this point. But I think they're mainly they have a Buffalo game in hand too, by the way. That's what I'm saying. If they lose against Miami this week, that's gonna play the big factor in how they how they move forward with what they're doing. So Kansas City has Texan Seahawks, Broncos, Raiders now. So I don't see a loss on there. It depends, like, I guess maybe the last week against maybe a desperate Raider team and they bench their players, maybe, but the Raiders are going to be probably taking for a playoff spot at that point. So uh, I don't see another uh, KC loss coming. So I think you're right with this Miami game coming up and then the Cincinnati-Buffalo game, just kind of where we're going. I think Kansas City is going to take the conference. 
Kansas City right now are playing like they have a lot of stuff to prove. Um, but they almost did lose that game on they Sunday. Did. They did. That was the most passionate and scene Russ play for a second. Like it looked like a little bit of the old Russ there for just a wee bit. That is a fact, and that was that was one of the times where I was upset that I did I wasn't I didn't do a bet three six five for that one mm. because they had the early the early payouts right so right. it would have paid out quickly in the first half, but they managed to come back, and I was like, oh, this is an interesting game right here. Yeah, so. There's a senator's team. There's coach's team. Don't need to talk about my team. We can just move on. Nothing happened this week. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we're just not going to talk about what happened. And uh, what else do you want to talk about from the last week? Um. All right. Once again, let's give credit to Mike White. Yeah. Because I don't know how many quarterbacks are going to try coming back in that game after some of those uh-huh. hits that he took. Yeah. Because. Man, that guy was a trooper. That guy was a trooper. And those there. Patriots games that they lost, though the Jets, those are going to hurt them. It's hurt them so badly. They're going to be and big I, Raider fans this week. And I feel like that's the reason. I feel like those two losses were like two of the big reasons why they went to Mike White. Yeah, because they were like, we need offense, and he came in. Was it back to back games of three hundred plus yards? Yeah. Uh, against Buffalo, like it was a tough game. He wasn't getting any yardage up, but it was he did what he needed to do. Almost brought them back. Like it just was. I just think that that guy deserves credit. Well, um, I think they can still make the playoffs. You look at the Pats, who are in that final spot. Their final four game: Senator, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills. They're not. I don't think they're Pats maybe, are making playoffs. Maybe one win there, and then you have the Jets. And you're talking about their toughness. Lions, Jake, Seahawks, Dolphins, way better. I, at this point, it, to me, it's probably for that final playoff spot between the Jets and the Chargers. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have the Pats in there. Um, no. Shout out to the Lions. I try to tell y'all they're shout coming. Out to, shout out to the Lions. Shout out to uh, DC. Like that team is that team is balling right now. Yeah, and they just got Jamison Williams back. He's starting to find his rhythm. Uh, sure, no, we're recording during the San Fran and Seattle game. San Fran's winning right now 7-0. Um, Lions are going to be b- big fans of the Niners in this mm-hmm. one, um, uh, where the playoff chase is going right now. I mean, we're looking at a scenario, I believe, if the Commanders win this week and the Seahawks lose this week, I believe that puts the Lions into the final playoff spot. If I'm not mistaken, yep. yep, yeah, it's a it's good. Honestly, it's been a it's been an interesting watch. Um, Baker going to the Rams and pulling on the win. <laughs> no, nah, we just gotta shout him out because yeah, the- you know, it's kind of like when Bill Simmons went on the Manning cast and uh, pointed out all the holds on the on the David Tyree hold. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess holding doesn't matter anymore because they were literally choking Max Crosby the entire drive. Mm -hmm. So apparently holding isn't a rule anymore. And there was that Uber faxing that came out the other day uh, that I sent to you and said, like, the NFL is technically an entertainment league. So legally, 
mm-hmm. they technically can set the whatever. Uh, that drive was ridiculous. I mean, I'm really happy for Baker. All all jokes aside and everything like that, I'm really happy for Baker. They had that, but the entire drive, they're holding uh, Max Crosby. And then he does get the big sack. And then Cleve Farrell, who I'm surprised has not been cut today or prior, gets the stupidest penalty ever. If Cleve Farrell doesn't take that stupid penalty, the game's over. And we're talking about the Raiders and that conversation with the Chargers oh, yeah. and the Jets right now. Oh, yeah. But, like, honestly, once again, there's just – it's just one of those ones where I have reached a point where I don't even get upset with calls anymore because the calls are just so subjective, like crazy, like the roughing the passer on Phillips. Yeah. I mean, we had that one against Kansas city. That was bad. Yeah. Like there's just, there's just so many calls that you can just go back to and you're just like, okay, seriously. Or so many missed calls. Like there's yeah. so many missed calls. And well, and the been- and the problem for the Raiders in that game too, I think in that final 12 minutes, they were playing they were playing prevent. They shouldn't have been playing prevent. They were the better team. It was clear they were the better team, mm-hmm. but they were playing prevent for 12 to 15 minutes when they should have been pushing the ball more, and yeah. they didn't. And I mean, look, mathematically, there's still a chance for the team to make the playoffs. They get Waller and Renfro back. They got a game against the Patriots, winnable game. They got a game against the Steelers winnable game but they need uh i mean look they ran the gambit last year winning their final four and they and they snuck in and make no mistake if the raiders do sneak in they will be a they will be a team that teams do not want to face in the playoffs mm-hmm. um but that's if they make it they I, then they won't they won't so this this team has my question to you is so mm-hmm. there's been a lot of debate online for this raider team for next year look josh mcdaniels is not going anywhere he's not going and that's anywhere. simply because mark davis does not want to pay three coaches i don't know how many raider fans need to hear this over and over again but that's not an option try to put yourself in his shoe you're not going to pay three different coaches yeah, um and none of it, them are coaching your team at that point. none of it yeah so it, it, it goes to car and yeah. you have that february 25th deadline for car and for darren waller where if you cut them, you're going to get $50 million in surplus and free agency money. And do you make that cut? And my side of it would be like, look, Carr is right in that Kirk Cousins, um, Jared Goff type of area. He's going to be good enough to help you win and could potentially be a Super Bowl level winning quarterback like a Trent Dilfer was. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go in that draft and you're going to be looking at CJ Strud, Bryce Young, who I don't think would be where, they, where they're going to draft, or even Will Leaves, who's starting to get some uh, the Kentucky quarterback. You're kind of going from strain one. This Raider team, I would argue, is a team that should be a consistent perennial playoff team with the talent they have for a minimum the next three years. And dumping a Derek Carr doesn't seem like the right step unless you're getting someone like a Lamar. Tom Brady is not an option for this team. I don't want to see it anyways. I've been andered on. But what do you think, if you're the Raiders, what you do with this Derek Carr situation in the offseason? It's such a it's such a difficult one because to me, I look at it like this. If you cut Derek Carr, you gotta find somebody that Devontae Adams likes. And, and that's that's, where, that's the thing. Is it is it part and parcel? Yeah, like that's where the big issue comes in, right? Um the only way I would cut Carr, to tell you the truth at this point is if you could if you're getting rogers yeah and to me i don't see that happening so i think and we also have to give respect to car because cars played without 
almost all his weapons pretty much every game. Like this, it's always- this Sunday, Senator, will be the first game Waller, Renfro, Jacobs, and Adams will have a game together. Yeah, like that is that is insane. Like I know, I know we always we always talk about teams, and it's so easy to talk about uh the faults of a quarterback and all that stuff, but on the honest thing, you gotta also look at what you thought you were getting when you walked into the season and then what you got while you're in the season. So I would yeah. still give it one more year. And if that year doesn't work out, then you move on, right? But like they have the most point, one point losses in the league. Yeah. One score yeah. losses. I've, they just need they just need um they just need one more year, I think, to actually see if they can all play together. If not, then go invest in a, another way, right? But at this point right now, I don't see the point of of cutting car unless you're gonna get somebody else in that Adams likes. And that's who you have to please at this point. Yeah, I've said this is the most frustrating Raider season ever is because in those past, and you know, and, and shouts to Senator. I got to give Senator some shouts right now because I was having a literal mental breakdown during that Rams loss. It's probably one of the worst losses ever. And, and there's nothing like having a – people do need to get a Falcons fan in their life because there's nothing <laughs> like feeling bad about your loss and your Falcons fan being saying, shut the fuck up. I lost 28-3. to I was up 28-3 to at the Super Bowl. Like, you're right. I don't feel like shit anymore. That is the reality check reality checks you're going to get if you have a Falcons friend in your life. Uh, so when I was down on well, myself for this loss, honest Falcon fan, you got to yeah, honest uh, Falcon fan. So I, the reason this 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 season is so frustrating is because this team should be a playoff team. <laughs> you look at the Arizona loss, you look at the Colts loss, you look at this loss. Like those are games this team should have won, and they should be in that final playoff spot right now. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot to. I think it's just frustrating because there's all these really close games. You know, the worst game has been really the Saints game that they were blown out on. Every other game, even the Chiefs game, they probably should have won that Kansas City game. Yeah, you guys are in the, you guys as are well. In every game. You, if I'm them, you had a year now under Josh McDaniels. We know it's a complicated playbook. We know it's a complicated playbook. Um, and now you have a whole offseason to really focus on getting that defense fixed. Uh, you you kind of found out with adding Tully, what having a defensive tackle, how much that opens Chandler all of a sudden. You already know Max is crazy, and you just got to fix that secondary. The defense is the main thing to focus on. You're going to have a whole offseason with that. Without cutting Carr or anything, and they still got to sign Jacobs, but without that, they still have about $40 million to work with, and they're going to more than likely have a top 10 draft pick. Uh, they're in a good position to where they're going next year, where – you know, the Chargers will be right there and they'll mm-hmm. have some stuff that they're going to work on or whatnot. And this Broncos theme, they're a mess. So I don't think that's much of a worry there. And you've proven you can go head to head with Kansas City. There's going to be four more frustrating games for me. I know. There is. Oh, yeah. um, but there is positive things that you've seen from this year. And it's kind of right with the ship. There's only a handful of teams that make the playoffs every year. Unfortunately, they've been on the opposite side of luck this year. The Vikings were this team last year and. Now the Vikings are going to be a playoff team. So it's frustrating, but for all those people, uh, take my long story short, all those people that are saying cut car or get rid of car, there's no viable, better suited option right now. And and you hit it perfectly, Senator, of the Devontae thing is such a major thing. It's part and parcel. If he goes away, how pissed off is Devontae going to be? Because that's one of the reasons he came to Vegas. Yes, and I think one of the biggest things that that – your team needs to do is uncomplicate the playbook 
Yeah. Like I know everybody wants to be known as like that offensive mastermind and mm-hmm. I was this, I was that, but you haven't proven it as a head coach. So when that is not working, you got to reevaluate what you're doing. Complicating the offensive playbook is not helping anybody on the team. Let's make, break it down, make it simple, add one or two extra plays that you need to, but make sure you have your go-to plays. And I think that I think that the Raiders never really had a go-to play. They just had this complicated amount of stuff. And Devontae Adams is just such a good uh, wide receiver that he could just run a route and get open. Like, I don't think any of those routes that he actually ran were planned routes, right? No. So, like, it's just, yeah, just break it down, make it simple, make it like you're playing with a backup quarterback. Because that's what that's what you do with a backup quarterback. You simplify yeah. the playbook, and you just play within everybody's strength. That's why Brock Purdy is doing so good right now. It doesn't matter if it was if you look at it from Purdy, from from Jimmy G to Purdy, Trey. they're pretty much yeah. doing the same yeah. offense. Trey was a little bit different because Trey they tried to have him run, yeah, a lot more, but his. Uh, that playbook is more for let's hand off to the running back. Let's get play action pass. Let's take a shot down the Kittle 10, 12 yards down and probably send Ayuk on a long ball. Like it's pretty yeah. simple. It's just, you just need to play within the strength of your team. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you're looking for a rookie quarterback, this goes for other, like even the lions, maybe for a second, we're looking for a rookie quarterback. The play for a rookie quarterback isn't this year. I mean, some people like CJ and some people like Bryce. I think they're fine. But the play is the next draft with Caleb Williams and Drake May. That's those two, Drake May and Caleb, are just on another level. Oh, yeah. That's it's that's an absolute fact. I think you're not even really hearing the tank for QB this year. That's how you know that this you'll is hear it really for Caleb and for Drake. It. You'll yeah. hear you're already hearing it for some people for Caleb at this yeah. point right now, right? But if you look at a, even for when Trevor Lawrence was getting drafted, like they were like tanking for Trevor. Yep. Like these are, that's when you know the quarterback is, has a lot of potential. These one, these ones, they're going to be good quarterbacks, but I still think they need one or two years uh, behind somebody before you even plug them in as a starter. So like, yeah. When you got guys like Will Anderson and Carter from Georgia, mm-hmm. defensive studs that are in that top there, those are guys that I think, you know, especially got teams like Seattle, teams like Detroit are going to be zoning in there because those teams can be like, especially if I'm Seattle now, I'm like, look, we may suck next year, but if we can get a Carter or a Will Anderson right now, we can go another year with Geno and hold it together. And if we suck and we collapse, then we're there for Caleb or Drake May then sure, whatever. We can sacrifice one more year. And I think the Lions are probably thinking the same way, right? Like, Goff has been awesome, though, the last yeah. little bit here. Yeah. So now they can be like, hey, we'll take another year with Jared Goff. We don't need to get a C.J. Strutt or a Bryce Young. They're there, but let's go focus on being put in this next this other person next to Aiden Hutchinson. Yep, and if they're able to do that, like anybody that is going to be drafting in the top 10, I feel like it's either going to be a defensive player mm-hmm. or a wideout. Like quarterback, I could see the first quarterback being taken like 
six or seven. Well, the Texans may go quarterback, though. That's the thing. If I'm the Texans, Texans have way more problems than to figure out if. if Dude, I'm taking this kid out of Georgia. This kid out of Georgia, Carter. I started watching tape on him. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's way too much of a for quarterback to be what they're looking at. Like, because I mean, if you're the Texans, it's like. Let's just go sign Jimmy G or one of these veteran quarterbacks and see what we could do next year. And like you were saying, like if we if we suck, then we get Caleb Williams. Okay, we have all these, and and for them too, like go get one of those guys. And if you even fall to, let's say they fall to a three or four in twenty twenty four, the Texans, you have all these picks from the Browns. Uh-huh. So you can be like, hey, we'll give you all these picks from the Browns and our pick, and we'll move up and get Caleb. Brain thought right now. Mm-hmm. Give Jameis Winston to Texans. There you go. Like, simple as that. Jameis will just do what he has to do. Mm-hmm. Whether he goes 30 for 30 again, it doesn't matter. It's still offensively, they're, they're going to look a lot better than they did now. They have a really, yeah. they got a decent quarterback in Pierce. I mean, running back in Pierce. Yeah. Like, they weren't horrible this year. Like they were in a lot of games. Yeah, we've seen worse one win teams. It's a it's an okay one win team yeah. that will push you and got a good coach in Lovey there that will push his guys there. The talent is just lesser than everybody, but he does yeah. bring it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Lions mm-hmm. prior season. Like the Texans aren't getting kicked, their asses kicked yeah. in these games. They yeah, are staying in there, they're hanging spread. around. Yep. Like every big spread that they get, they're covering them. And they're usually covering them easily too. Here's the so thing: like, the Texan games are one of the more entertaining ones on Red Zone. Oh, yeah. Whenever Texans games on, I'm like, it's an entertaining game. Yeah, that Dallas, Dallas Houston game was. It literally came down to the last play. The Giants much. one was not bad. The Giant one wasn't like there's. They're not that. They just their quarterbacks just weren't good. So, yeah. just give them somebody that will actually make it a little bit more entertaining that will throw further down the field, which is what Jameis wants to do. Yeah. And just, I like it. Let's just see what happens. Little fantasy hack this week for them too. Uh, their quarterback Drexel that we saw play um, some snaps during that Cowboys game in fantasy right now, he is, he he's going down with the Taysom Hill controversy from a few years ago. If you remember that in fantasy, he is labeled as a quarterback tight end in fantasy leagues right now. Going into fantasy playoffs, where I know in my in two leagues I've had, it's already led to a lot of contention. Oh yeah, for people that picked him up. Yeah, that's because that's just easy points. That's why I yeah. got upset this year when I when I looked again and I saw that Taysom Hill was listed as a QB tight end. I was like, if that was the case, I would have just picked him up from the jump. Like, yeah, that's just that one game where he threw he like thirty points, and rushed, yeah, for for touchdowns. I was like. This is just cheat code. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, I'm glad we had that. Just kind of look at the quarterback side of things. And I don't think we're going to have the big quarterback carousel this year as no. much. I, as much as people think is like, look, Rogers is not leaving because there's a huge scene of dead cap. Mm-hmm. Russ is not leaving because there's a huge scene of dead cap. Derek Carr is not leaving because it makes no sense for the Raiders to go in a different direction. So those are three quarterbacks that people think that are gone. And there's not going anywhere. Even even with the Falcons, for example, right? Like Mariota probably will probably stay at minimum as a backup next year if Desmond hits. And if not, maybe they'll bring him back. Who knows? The Saints will be a team that will be in looking 
for another quarterback. That's a team that will be a look. And the Patriots, more than likely, I believe more and more now every single day, that is where Brady is going because Brady will not go out like this. His ego is too big to go out the way that he's going out right now. That's a fact. But, like, this also shows when – to me, I was like, he should have gone out when he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Every he came back. That was a really good uh game in the playoffs that he, when he ended up losing. I was like, Yeah, he's not gonna stay retired off of no. this loss. No. But the way how he's looking now, I don't know. I know he's not gonna retire after this season, but you also don't want to keep hurting your legacy even more. Like, because each each loss that you start building up at this point right now is just kind of hurting your life. Even the Rams game was an okay way for him to go out. It was like a good effort. Yeah. Last second comeback. It's like you lose to the eventual Super Bowl champions, but it's like, hey, Tom gave it one last go. But at the end of the day, he faced one of the greatest wide receiving seasons of all time in Cooper Cup and Matt mm-hmm. Stafford's redemption story. And no one's getting mad about Brady going out that way. And Aaron Donald finally winning a ring. And like, yeah. this is just... This, the story OBJ finally winning a ring, like yeah. all these all these storylines that comes along with it, that was not a bad way. So I was like, but I was like, his ego is gonna get in the way, and that's exactly what's happening right now because he's not he's not playing good. Like no. there, people, the media is trying to find ways to make it seem like he's having a good season, especially when he had that comeback win, and it was like, okay, but if this was Brady three years ago there wouldn't be a position of needing this comeback win with this team. It would have been they were blowing out the team. So I don't know, man. I just think for him, he just needs – if he's going to play, just play one more season. Don't try to make it to 50. Don't try try to do anything crazy. You're already the record holder in how many different records. People already consider you the GOAT. Stop stop tarnishing – your legacy with all these horrible games. It's New England. He's he's going to the Pats. We saw how Mac Jones played on Monday. We saw how Mac Jones played on oh, Monday. They yeah. won. But yeah. it, it, he's going back to New England. We kind of talked about it with Coach. The Belichick factor is going to be the big one, but after seeing you know how Mac has played and the defense that they have right now, it just all kind of makes sense. Tom can make this whole thing of like, well, Giselle's the one that wanted to move to Florida. I never wanted to move there. I never wanted to leave Pat's nation and all this, that all this true. nonsense. That is absolutely true. Yeah. So I, I, because other than that, like, do you see any other big quarterback really moving this offseason? Nah, every, every quarterback's pretty much locked in, to tell you the truth. Like, yeah. Tua, Tua will get it next year. Mm hmm. Um, Mahomes isn't going anywhere. No, like, like I said, the three big ones were Russ, Carr, and Rogers. Only, only other one might be if Stafford retires. Mm. And then Baker takes the spot, though. But I don't. It all to me. I think it all depends on how he finishes out this season. Yeah. Like True. that first, that first game. Yeah, that was a yes. You came back to win, right? But if you can't lead the team for the rest of the year and that doesn't mean to be like you have to win out the rest of the games that's you another guy the texans look, can look at by the way good. I, baker wouldn't go to texans so <laughs> it'd be too funny <laughs> yeah like it would just yeah if you bring if you send baker to texas 
Houston, man, that guy's gonna have a whole different swag and everything. He might not even yeah. make it to games. This isn't yeah. Cleveland. That's that's Houston. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then as you mentioned with the the Jets uh, Buffalo game, Buffalo, I think it's just I don't want to write them off as having Super Bowl opportunity, but as I kind of have the conversation there, this Jets team is the team, by the way, that man, if Mike White is is such a tough son of a bitch. Uh, if he could just stay in the field and maybe if they had him in some of those Patriots games, I think we'd be telling a different story for them right now. It'd be such a different story for them, but I think they're going to get in. Cause I just don't trust the chargers health and Herbert got the whole praise of, Oh, Justin Herbert's here to save the day. And coach missed out on having us the, I told you so after the whole Herbert thing the other day. Um, and we had the two versus Herbert thing, but, yeah. I I think the Jets will make it, but I saw a lot of stuff in that Buffalo game where I'm like, man, as far as the AFC goes right now, it really looks to me the two teams that are getting out of here are the Bengals and the Chiefs. To be honest, that for Buffalo at this point right now, Buffalo needs to figure out. I don't think Buffalo actually knows what their identity is. I, that's a great like point. They're, they're such a talented team. But I think what they kind of look at their identity is that it's Josh Allen and then everybody else. Mm -hmm. But you keep putting Josh Allen in all these predicaments to get hurt or to get re-injured. And you can't do that with your star quarterback. Like, yes, he's a big guy and everything, but like you can't be doing that. So I think they need to figure out are they a play action pass team? Are they uh are they just a five step drop back pass team? Are they run the ball two downs and then throw you know what I mean? Like they gotta figure mm-hmm. out like that's one thing I'll say about my team. We know what my team is. We are running. Yeah. Right? Doesn't matter who the running back is, probably two out of the three plays that we're gonna do, it's gonna be a run play. Mm-hmm. Like Buffalo needs to figure out exactly what they are. Casey, we know what it is. It's Mahomes is not going to take a big hit. Yeah. And they're, they are a pass team. So you have yeah. to try playing a zone coverage, but Mahomes makes some ridiculous passes, even though he was picked off three times on Sunday. Yeah. That's a good defense uh, to be faced. It, it is. Same when, you mentioned um, Buffalo's Buffalo doesn't know the running game. Like, no. they kind of got this. They remember Naheem Hines, but they're like, Shit, yep. what a get for them getting a heat. Haven't used them. James Cook's kind of working, but still don't really know what they're doing there. Yeah, like you just and but it also doesn't help if they don't get the touches to actually do anything, right? Like yeah. it's everybody's so focused on Josh Allen running that it takes away from even screen passes. They're not they don't even really throw too many running back screen passes like do stuff to include every player you know what i mean like you gotta you gotta do that that's why since he looks like such a beast because burrows doesn't really take hits anymore he knows to get rid of the ball quickly and mixon is always is always rushing so like they got p ryan into it as well and so they know how to use everybody else because once the run starts going you have to focus on the run you can't just focus Mm -hmm. on the whiteouts like they know how to mix it up buffalo needs to do that yeah and the nfc side of things um man the eagles look good this week they look really good the eagles looks like a problem 
Uh, Niners. Niners are definitely a problem. I'll say that. Um, Because literally, like I said, it didn't matter who you had as a quarterback. Like, that's a plug-and-play system right there. As long as you don't make a mistake, you're good. I still trust the – I still like the Cowboys. I think it was a little, little blip in a trap game for them, and they got themselves out of it. Um, I mean, this Jaguars game for the Cowboys, we'll talk about a bit, but I think it's one of the games of the of the morning. Like, it's a big game, and kind of brings mm-hmm. it to the Jags. Like, I mentioned this to you guys last week. I'm like, the Jaguars kind of sneak in to this I, uh, to this final spot, and it's like, well, maybe. I don't see that happening. I don't, but but, eh. but I do think that the more wins that they can get, right? Like, forget trying to be a top 10 draft pick for Jags right now, right? You guys at this point just need to prove to yourselves that you guys can win. It's the two biggest games of the Jags season, Cowboys and then the Jets. Yeah, you just prove that you can win. Prove that even if you don't win, prove that you can keep up with any team in the league. Yeah. So that when you go come back next season, you have that mentality that we are – we can contend and beat any team in the league. That's what they yeah. need. They need that confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and they finished the year with games against the Texans and the Titans. So you they need this Cowboys game yeah. badly. You need the Cowboys yeah. game because you're, you're probably going to get those two wins there. But looking at what the Titans have left here. So the Titans have Chargers, Texans, Cowboys, Jags. So kind of they're both dealing with the same thing. They're dealing with two – both of them have Cowboys games mm-hmm. and one and both have those wild card AFC teams with the Chargers and Jets respectively. And then they both have a Texans game. So it, it very well could come down to that final week of Texans and uh, t- Titans and Jaguars. It'd be an interesting one, but. Well, and they have the quarterback. They do. They do. They have, they have talent. They just got to make right plays. Yeah. And they have a Super Bowl winning court. Uh, I think. You know, every every single Titans fan wants Todd Downing out of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that oh, yeah. uh, I don't know where the coaching edge is. I mean, Doug Peterson's a Super Bowl winning coach, but Mike Vrabel, he just doesn't give up. He's one of the best coaches in the league. I give the coaching advantage to Vrabel. Yeah. Um, but, like, if this is Peterson, if Peterson had Philly team, I would have given the coach into Peterson. But at this point right now, I have to give it to Vrabel, at least I in the regular season. Like, he's a proven winner in the regular season. You you bring up the great point, though, Senator, of for the Jags, sometimes it's more valuable to showcase off the fight mm-hmm. than getting that pick. And that's where the Jags are. They've had back-to-back early round picks mm-hmm. now it's not about that anymore it's now about showcasing off that we've had back-to-back first round picks first overall picks we just need to show that we can have a winning mentality even if even if they finish one game under 500 that is a mm-hmm. huge win for this jaguars team next year and especially for trevor who has been up and down but the last few games trevor lawrence is starting to look like the trevor lawrence we thought to get him to that level and then draft accordingly to whatever you want, but you start taking that next step. I think the Lions are showcasing that off right now too, right? Of It's not about picks for the Lions anymore. Even if they don't make the playoffs, they're sending a winning mentality into an organization that's not 
really had a winning mentality. And that's so important to have in that locker room and that culture when you've been so surrounded with losing forever. It's it's the statement that where people it's like it's not the same old Lions, right? Like you mm-hmm. want people to you want your team to be like, this isn't the same old Jags, right? Yeah. Like you want you want that mentality. Like yeah. and so even for even for my team, like I look at my team and I'm like regardless of how we finish up the season, if we get two more wins, we can sit down here and be like, this isn't the same old Falcons from two years ago, right? Like yeah. these are these are stepping stones that you need. And then you bring in people that have the same mindset to assist with that team improvement. So that's yeah. whether it's through draft or through uh, free agency, like once you start proving that you're treading in the right direction or you have the real potential to win, that's when people want to join your team. It's not when you're a shitty team. Like and the then, Browns. Yeah. And then you're just, you're overpaying for players that aren't actually going to assist where you need to go. Right. Like yeah. those are the times where you'll get those players on a lower contract because they're bought into the system. Uh, that's it for me. You have any last points for this past week before we get to the schedule? Uh, well, no, I just, the, just uh shout out to those were two one big pickup for Dallas. Yeah. With T.Y. Hilton. And, and Cole Beasley's back. And Cole Beasley unretired yeah. to help Buffalo on this on this playoff run. And Odell cannot make his mind up. Well, I blame Cowboys for that because they because they leaked that the reason why they weren't gonna sign him was because of they're concerned yeah. about his health issues mm-hmm. and he's looking for a three-year deal. So like we knew once, once that news came out, we we're like, Oh, he's just going to be untouchable. Like no one's going to, no one's going to want him this season. He's no. going to have to prove it for next season. Yeah. I think we're getting to the point. I'm starting to think that he's not going to play this season now and it's fine. Whatever. Put your health yeah. first. It's all good. Yeah. I don't think you, I don't think you should. I understand that he wanted to come back and do what he did with the Rams. But no, nah, just take the year to to properly heal up. Unfortunately, you're never really healthy for a whole season, anyways. Yeah. So at well, least... we've seen what happens with Deshaun, right? I mean, yeah. I fuck, I, I I get very mad. I don't like talking about this guy in a football sense. It pisses yeah. me off, but it is part of our job at times. So I will try to look at it as a football sense for a second here, even though it fucking makes my skin crawl. Uh, missing football for that long, and they're talking about a guy who's missed football for two years almost yeah. now. Of course, you're going to suck. I like to think it's a lot more of football karma on his side too. I think that plays a lot of of it as well. But you're seeing with a guy like him right now, he's just fucking awful, and it's oh, exactly. and it's and beca- it's because he's been away from football for two years. Like he comes back next year, and he's had major surgeries as well. This is why, outside of the monstrous things he did when he got his deal. I was like, this is the dude that had is a mobile quarterback that had surgery on his legs and has been away from the game for this long. This is just an idiotic contract for football reasons, let alone the horrific things that he's been uh, that he's he's potentially done. Yeah, and it was also one of those ones where everyone's kind of like, oh man, like when he was when he was playing, and that's why a lot of times I don't even really pay attention to too many sports shows and stuff like that because yeah. I just really I really get annoyed at certain things. Yeah, I'm like, not on them. They're always just like, yeah, he's a top four quarter top four quarterback at this point right now. And I'm like, well, 
was he when he was playing in Houston, we can say that he was one of the top five quarterbacks. Wasn't winning, but like wasn't winning in the playoffs. But he yardage, touchdowns, all that stuff. Yeah, you can put him up there. But you can't say for other players when they miss half a season and they and they come back and you're like, oh, they're not going to be the same type of player. But then you're going to keep that same not keep that same energy for somebody that missed two years and had surgery. Like it just doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like what we're seeing is what, what we should be seeing to tell you the truth. Like, yeah, it's natural. It It, it is fantastic. How many people I have though on Sundays is like another shitty Deshaun game and I couldn't be happier. Oh yeah. That's, that's like one of the big talks. Like yeah. sometimes I hate watching red zone because no, but most times when I'm watching Red Zone, the the when they put the Browns on, it's because he threw an interception or yeah, it's great. Missed on a fourth down, so I'm like, all right, cool. But yeah, no, yeah, that's uh, we talk about the rust stuff with the with the Broncos. If this is the Deshaun that they're getting, yikes! For when oh, that yeah. money, because that money, the guarantee money doesn't come in this year. No, it comes next in season. next year. Yeah. And that is a yikes. If we're looking, if if we're looking off of this season alone, right? Uh, Russ is still the worst contract. Yep. But if if Deshaun Deshaun plays this way next season, then there's a then I'm putting it on as Deshaun as the worst contract because right now, for a million, you'll take these crappy games. Yeah. For all the talk we talk about Russ, he's corny. That that's the worst thing with him. He's he's probably the nicest guy in the world. Great family guy, super religious, nice guy, but he's corny. That's the only reason we hate on Russ. The the re, there's much more serious reasons oh, to yeah. hate on Deshaun. Oh yeah, and it's just it's just it's just funny. It's just funny overall to tell you the truth. But yeah, it's great. Then, Football karma is real. It's it's so hilarious to watch though. Yeah. All right, let's go look at this week. Uh, we're not going to give the spread for the Niners and Seahawks because no. that game's going on right now. One thing I guess I, with that, with the Niners is, and you've talked about it sporadically throughout here, just Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Uh, I'm guessing Garoppolo will, even if he does, there was that maybe he may be able to come back. Like, I don't think at the rate Purdy's going right now that they would go back to Jimmy. Um, and then I guess they and and, and consequently. I don't think Jimmy will be back on the San Francisco 49ers next year. The question is, let's just say hypothetically, Purdy takes him to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. What the hell did you do with Trey Lance then? I think, honestly, to tell you the truth, if I'm the 49ers, I know I traded up to get him. Mm-hmm. Out of those three quarterbacks, I'm getting rid of Trey Lance. Are you giving the Texans a call? Texans, New Orleans. Like, yeah. I'm... I'm giving a few people a call, right? Yeah. And Giants? Well, commanders. Right now, at this point, right now, I think Daniel Jones might get a nut next year. I, I, I think you're them, right. Yeah. I, I think can you're see right. them franchising him. So I don't even see that. But yeah. Um I am trying to restructure our next deal with Garoppolo to be backup quarterback and keep Brock Purdy. And because I right think Trey. those oh. two yeah, because I think those two are the exact same. Same when you look right. at the system that they play. So you can literally just 
if one goes down, you have the next one that can do the exact same Could thing. Could you fetch the Browns first round pick from the Texans for Trey, you think? Probably to tell you the truth. Yeah. And I if I were the Texans, maybe I'd do that. Then you take Carter or Will Anderson with the first pick and you take Trey with the Browns pick. Probably to tell you the truth. That's what I would do. And this is uh, hypothetically up. Yeah. How far does Purdy need to go for Trey to not have job security? I think, or is he already there? I think Trey lost job security when they saw how good Jimmy G played. Mm. Thing because I think in that in that locker room, there were still a lot of people that that loved playing with Jimmy G. Yeah, but if you if you look, the team looked more energized when Trey got injured, and Jimmy G was starting right. And then right now, Brock Purdy is just, he came in, he showed he's a baller. He shows that he can play in that system. I think they're just gaining way more appreciation for him. I don't know if they saw Trey the same way. Yeah, and maybe you're the same. I mean, and look at like, if, like I said, if you're the Texans, would you rather take a Bryce Young or CJ Strud, or would you be like, oh, roll the dice on CJ with that Browns pick? I think you would go for a Bryce Young to tell you the truth. Yeah. If, if you're if you're Houston, because well, with the idea, I guess with the idea that we take Carter Anderson first instead of taking the gamble there, we can get one of those defensive studs with the first overall pick, and then that later Browns pick, we could take Trey. Yeah. And maybe you like see I where the draft see, falls because yeah. the Browns yeah. could still be a top ten pick. That Browns I, pick can be a top I ten pick, and yeah. if that's the case, then you're like, well, maybe C.J. Stroud falls out of and two as a ten. Yeah, like I just think I just look at it where I'm like Trey hasn't proven enough. I think that you could even trade, you could quite possibly, which people anal, analysts are gonna hate on this, say that they were stupid because they traded up to get him. But I can see him going for a second round pick because he yeah. hasn't proven anything. No, right? And so he's like, hurt, and he's a mobile quarterback that got hurt. Yeah, so like I could, I could, and he didn't look good when he was playing. So, no. so I can see him going for a second round pick. So and Brock Purdy's still... the new Kurt Warner, apparently. Oh, he is. He's even wearing thirteen. Yeah, that guy. That guy is swaggy out there right now. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, I can see him going for a second round pick. I could still see Houston picking up two pe- people and then still trading to get like a a Trey Lance. To tell you the truth, like it's just gonna be interesting to see. Or a Chicago. I can see Chicago going for that. Seeing that Justin Fields, that they're moving into that uh, super mobile quarterback offense. Mm-hmm. If Fields can't, if Field needs, I mean, if, yeah, if Field needs one or two weeks off, you have Lance. The point is, if the Niners win the Super Bowl with Brock, they're going to have options. Oh, yeah. They're going to have real serious options of what to do. If they um, so far in the playoffs, they have options. So Yeah. Yeah, they're they're – Right now they're nine and four coming to this game. Seattle seven and six. They're more than likely gonna beat Seattle in this game. Um, yeah. The way that things are going, Homer had a big fumble that uh, led to a CMC touchdown at the end of the half. Mm-hmm. They got them uh, got them the lead, and George Kittle got a touchdown earlier. And uh, Gino has kind of came back a little bit down to earth. But like I said, I still think the Seahawks, where they're still picking, they're picking second right now in the draft. 
Yeah. I think they'll go for an Anderson or a Carter. I oh, don't yeah. think they'll even entertain a quarterback. No, I don't think so. I think you're right now you have Gino for decent money. Yeah. Um that's why I said you're either going in that first round, you're either seeing wideouts or or defensive Tackles. players. Like because yeah. that's where that's where certain teams are needed, right? Yeah. All right. So we got the Saturday slate. We got three games here for NFL Saturday that we get for the next little bit here. Start with our first game, which is a miserable morning game, and I'm glad that I picked up a shift at work and do not need to watch this game now. It's the uh, Indianapolis Colts taking on the Vikings. It's four and a half for the Vikings. Um, give me. It's so hard to say with this Vikings team because <laughs> with that horrible loss that they just had against the Lions. And don't get it wrong, the lines were the lines were balling, but the lines are also favored by two and ended up covering by a whole lot more than that. So yeah, um, you know what? Give me the Vikings for this one. This will be yeah. their bounce back game. So, uh, Baltimore travels to Cleveland to take on the Browns. The Browns are favored by three at home. I like Baltimore. Well. Who's the quarterback? Because it's not Lamar, it's, and it's, it's, not, it's not. I don't think it's Huntley. So who's the who's the third quarterback there? It's oh, it's Hundley, right? Brett Hundley, the former Packer. Yes. Why would yeah. they? They have Huntley and Hundley. Like, Yeah, give me the give me the Ravens on this one. Or is it Anthony Brown? So he came in relief last game was Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown. He went to the former Oregon quarterback. So I don't know if it's Hunley or or if it's Hunley. I don't know who it is. It's a backup quarterback because we know Lamar's not playing. Yeah, we know Lamar and Huntley aren't playing. Um, yeah. Give me Baltimore just because I feel like they feel like they need it more. So yeah. Uh, one of the weirder lines of the day, it's uh, the, the night game, which has the Bills taking on Miami. Buffalo's home in their favor by seven. And yeah, they had that game at a minute, uh, to the Dolphins they lost. and Everyone said it was too hot. Tua came back and said, well, it snows in Alabama. I'm used to cold weather. Uh, I think that line's a little bit high. Like, I'll take, I'll take the points. I think the Bills are going to win, but I'll take those points. Um, give me the Bills on this one. Okay. I think the Bills needs a a win. Taking the points really, too. Yeah. Okay. I think Bills needs a statement win right now. A lot yeah. of their wins that they've got they, they do. It's kind they of been squeezing by. Yeah. Going into the playoffs, you need that statement win. And yeah, it sucked for Miami against Chargers. I heard they had heaters on on their bench. Mm-hmm. Like that We're is cold. ridiculous. We're cold. So yeah, those the uh, it's you no know, it's not a great Saturday slate. Yeah, I say the were. final game, the game that should have been the Sunday night football game this week. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. By the way, now in hindsight, I don't think they should have flexed that game. Patriots and Raiders would have been, I think, more fun than Giants and Commanders. But there's other games too. I thought your games versus the Saints would have been a better game. Personally, even um, Jaguars and Cowboys would have been a better game. Detroit and and uh, the Jets would have been a better game, but hey, we, we live with what we live with. At least it's not the Vikings and Colts. So we're this right. is true. Yeah. Uh, so we start with the morning games. Falcons travel to New Orleans. New Orleans is favored by four and a half over your Falcons, and I find this laughable. 
Uh, give me my Falcons. Yeah. Give me my Falcons. Is this a loser least town match? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, no, give me my Falcons on this one. Desmond, yeah, I like it. Desmond's gonna prove me right. Yeah, I can see him winning and all the buzz about Desmond and how, why didn't he start sooner? And is he the best rookie in this class? And I can see all that stuff the next day on the talk shows. All that crap talk is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Philly travels to Chicago to take on the Bears. Uh, it's in Chicago, but Philly is favored by eight and a half. Uh, give me Philly just because I don't feel like cold is going to affect them because they're from, they play in Philly. So, yeah. Yeah, give me give me Philly for this one. Dallas travels to Jacksonville. They're favored by four and a half. I this is a stay away for me. Which one? Ja, ja, Dallas travels to Jacksonville to take on the Jags, and Dallas is favored by four and a half. The game in, in Jacksonville, but it's a stay away for me. Yeah, I would stay away from this, but also give me if you're betting on every team, then give me the Jags. Yeah, I would take the Jags if I, I feel had like to. It's, I think it'll be like a field goal game. Uh, I think maybe the game of the morning, other than Saints and, and Falcons rivalry game, always good. But uh, Jets and Lions, who would have thought this would be a a, game, a big time game? Oh, I would have told you at the beginning of the year, like, this is the game that matters. Lions, Jets, uh, it's uh, Jets in New York, two and a half. I'm picking the Lions, but I don't blame you if you go with the Jets. Is Mike White playing? I. So I will check what the latest is here. Um, right now he is scheduled. They have him in right now uh, to play. He is questionable with ribs. So if not, I'm guessing the Flacco will be there. Who's been not bad himself? Hasn't been bad. And I know that they said that they want Zach Wilson to be back up. Yeah. Um, give me... The Lions. I think that they're just on a run right now, and I don't see. Yeah, I think so too. I don't see that stopping with this game. Team of Destiny. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh. You're going to become a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I feel like this uh, this Sunday, they go into Carolina. Carolina's favored by three. TJ Watt hasn't really been the same. I don't know who quarterback is. It could be Trubisky. Um, I think it's Trubisky. Oh, okay. I'm taking Carolina then. I am choosing Carolina. I just think that their offense, I mean, their defense is just way too good. And Trubisky is going to turn over the ball at least twice. So. And then the last of the afternoon slate, Kansas City, favored by 14, goes to Houston. The takes on the Texans. We just spoke about how the Texans usually Mm -hmm. cover the big spreads easily. But I am going to choose KC on this one because I think that they're upset that they allowed Denver to get back in the game last week. I think you're right. And I think the Seattle game is just about to be done, by the way. About to become blowout territory here. Perfect. Um, well, it was close. There was a rough in the passer that took out an interception in the San Francisco game. So Seattle nice stays rough alive. In the, rough in the passer. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. So we go to the afternoon games. It is um, an okay slate in the afternoon. Um, Arizona and Denver. Oh in Denver. And uh, so we have Colt McCoy for the cards. Yes. 
so sorry, Kyler. Um, I mean, I don't know what that's another bad contract for quarterback. Yeah, it's going to be one. Kyler's. That's going to be a bad one. Yeah, that's against okay. the Broncos, and I don't know if Russ is playing or not. Um, I don't know. I don't even. Well, who's favored in this game? It has to be Broncos, right? He 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 had a limited practice today. He was Mister Limited. He was Mister Limited <laughs> practice today. Um, Denver's favorite for sure. Right? Yeah, I think Denver will. I don't. Colts kind of good. Sometimes they're better with Colts. I don't know. I'm avoiding this game. I'm not watching this game. It it yeah, it, it might show up on Red Zone, but I have zero interest in this game. Okay. I would stay away from this game. Yeah. But I think for our listeners, yeah. we should have a over under on how many times Jerry Judy is going to throw a fit on the field. <laughs> two. Two. Two is your call? Two. Um, I'm a, If Russ is playing, I'm going to go three. Okay. We'll yeah. Keep that in mind. Russ, yeah. I, I'm not calling a winner on this one because I don't – I'm staying away from this game for sure. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Tennessee and the Chargers. This might be the best game in the afternoon. This is uh, a solid the Ch- game. Chargers are favored by three. When Mike Williams is back in the lineup, Chargers are just a different team. That's true. Um, for this game, give me Tennessee, though. Yeah, I think big time, big game for Tennessee. They need it. Yeah. They need it. And I think time of possession is going to be the killer part for them. So yeah, yeah. Give me Tennessee for this one. Uh, then we have the Bengals traveling to Tampa to take on the Bucks. Uh, since he's favored by three and a half. Give me Cincy. Okay, yeah. uh, it's a big game for Brady. This is the big game for Brady. Um, just in the sense of you're going against a Super Bowl level contender in the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And people are questioning your legacy. This is the type of game in the past we'd see Brady bounce back at. I remember some of those Kansas City losses back in the day when he played for the Pats, and he came back big the next game, the Lawyer Malloy game uh, when they lost to the Bills, and he come back big. These are these are the games that the old Tom Brady came back at. The question is, does he still have that ability? The question is, the question to me majorly is. Are you going to be able to put up at least twenty five points? Yeah, because you know for sure that Cincy is going to put up at least twenty four, right? So, yeah, that's where that's where it plays a key thing in it. And I, at this point right now, Tampa Bay hasn't really shown me anything to say that they can get mid to high twenties. So, give me give me Cincy for this one. Final game: New England traveling to face on my stupid Raiders. Um, I want you to guess the line for this one. I'm going to go four for New England. So the Raiders are favored, and I have never seen this in my entire life. <laughs> they are favored by a half point. I've Give never seen Raiders. a half point. Have you ever seen a half point before? Uh, no, usually they do pick them for that. That's what I'm saying. I've yeah. never seen a half point. So literally you pick the Raiders in the money line. It's the same shit. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. Yeah, uh, weird. Give me the Raiders on this one, though. Probably. The... We have we we have Waller. 
We have Renfro back. Everyone's going to be playing in this game. Yeah, you guys finally have your team. Let's yep. see if for one week, because it, it might only last one week, to tell you the truth. Let's have Let's them win if... and have the yeah. Chargers and the Jets lose and have stupid Josh come on the pod <laughs> next week and say, hey, we can run the table. Yeah, we did it last time. Yeah, let's get the hopes up. Let's do it again. Let's 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 get that hopes up. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I stupid ass me. I, I just I I'm, I think we can win this game. The Patriots look terrible, but sort of the Rams. So I, I what do I know? Uh, what do I know? But having Hunter, I think, is going to be huge. Like Matt it's Collins, be, yeah. great addition. But having Hunter and Waller in there, it's going to be nah, so are... different. And man, it's going to finally do what we thought was going to do for Devontae and just really open the field even more for Devontae. And those by the way, be this Niners defense is so this Niners defense is so good. Oh, there. Once when was it? It was last week when they finally like let a team score in the second half. And yeah, they were I just showing like, that graphic. Yeah, I was like, so y'all ain't gonna make a way bigger deal out of this because they went what like seven games without allowing a second half score. Like that was just insane. Numbers. Yeah, Bosa just got another sack. Is he is he defensive player of the year? Bosa. Uh, I don't know if I can give it to Bosa just yet. It's probably it's probably gonna be Parsons. Yeah, I know people. I know Raider fans want Max to be there. Max will get vote, get a vote. Max is gonna get a vote. Max Max might end up like fourth place, but he I should think, be an All Pro at least second team yeah. All Pro. I think I think for sure it's gonna go to Micah though. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. The the three. The, what do you think the top three are gonna be? Actually, I want to do this thing before we get to the finals because we haven't talked yeah. about awards too much. Really quick here, top three for defense is probably what Micah, Bosa, Max. Micah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, MVP is what Jalen Mahomes. MVP is Jalen Mahomes. Burrow. Oh, Burrow sneaking his way up there, right? Eh? I know. It would have been Tua earlier, but if Gina was in there for a second. Gina was in there for a second. Brock Purdy. It might. It might be. Um. It might go Hurts. Yeah. Mahomes. Hill, Tyreek. Mm. Well, I was going to bring up offensive player of the year. I think that's what Hill, Jacobs, and either Jefferson or Adams. Probably Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. So is that the three though? Jacobs, Hill, Jefferson. Yeah, that's where I would probably put up there. Rookie A defensively is Sauce. Oh yeah. Yeah offensively it was kenneth walker now is it garrett wilson now honestly the way how they both been playing like wilson and sauce have been playing they both could end up winning yeah i think so yeah that's a legendary and i was gonna say um evans evans from my team will be up there for defensive player he yeah. like leads leads in tackles well, Garrett, J- J- uh, Garrett uh, Grady Jarrett should be up there. Just Baron will mention for costing the Falcons potentially a playoff spot with BS call. <laughs> you and I are going to look back at our. Car- I'm going to look back at that Cardinals and Rams game, and you're going to look back at that that but that Bucks game because people go like, "Oh, it's a long season. One game doesn't matter." It's like, mm, yeah, no. every game really does matter. Like this isn't baseball. This isn't basketball. This isn't hockey. Where. Yeah where you have a lot more time to figure to yeah. work it out. You have 17 games to pretty much think one loss can really yeah. mess everything up. So 
and coach we're gonna go philly i guess i was like i liked vrabel for a little bit because i did not expect this for the titans but now that they've kind of came back down to earth i'd probably go with philly's coach so uh, i think his name is seriano seriano um, yeah i go seriano um sala mm, good call dan campbell entering this Dan Campbell has to be up there, but I might go um, Mike McDaniel's. Mm, good call. Oh, well, we'll see where they go. But I just kind of want to. We haven't touched in the award race too much, yeah. so. Uh, all right, our final two games: um, Sunday Night Football. This was flexed in, and I don't understand it still to this day. Uh, but it's Giants and Commanders. Commanders are favored by four and a half. Carson Wentz is back. Going to be the backup. Um, oh, I was about to get so upset if you're telling me he was starting. No, he's the backup. Uh, give me Heineke on this one. So, yeah, that means give me the commanders. Yeah, Giants are free falling out. And then Monday Night Football, man. If we talked about the schedule when it first came out, we're like, oh my god, week 15, Rams and Packers, man, that could be first in the NFC potentially. Nope, <laughs> nope. Two teams that are hoping maybe things can break and mathematically, mathematically, are, there's a shot. There's a shot. Um, if Rogers loses to Baker, then I don't think Rogers is going to go on the Pat McAfee show for the rest of the year. So he's coming off of a bye. Yeah. Um, he said he went to the beach. Mm-hmm. He said he worked on his tan. He read a book. Um, I don't trust either team. No. But I do like the connection that uh, Aaron Rodgers and Watson have been developing. So give me Green Bay on this one. But I'm also not the most confident in this pick. I'm going to go with the Rams just out of spite. Makes sense. They're gonna make a run. Everything don't they make a run at don't they technically get Cooper Cup back next week? Next week, yeah. So let's just kind of play this out for the Rams for a second. They win this game. They go to five and eight. Their mm-hmm. final three games are Broncos, Chargers, Seahawks, all winnable games to potentially get them to nine and eight. I don't know. Baker uh, eight is- the eight and nine. Eight and nine would get them in. They have a lot of work that they have to do. That, that And that also means that the Commanders and the Giants, I don't know where the tiebreakers are, can't win anymore if there's tiebreakers there. And I don't know what the tiebreakers uh, are. Commander and Giants don't have a tiebreaker at this point because they tied. The right. Last... Well, did they beat the Giants? No, they tied. Giants uh, and they... Commanders. Sorry, that... I'm just saying, did, did either one of these teams face the Rams? They didn't. I'm just uh, saying with the Rams and no. the tiebreaker. Yeah. So, yeah. No, none of them did. And then Giants and Commander tied. So, yeah. like, whoever wins this week's game has the tiebreaker between them. Yeah, um, I think whoever wins between Commanders and Giants this week, I would almost put as a lock in the playoff right. side of things. Right now, I just – I think Heineke deserves it. So, I'm rooting for him. Yeah. Um, But, honestly – I don't have Baker beating Denver's defense. Probably not. So we will we'll just see. Like this is gonna be the mathematically still eligible teams. Yeah. 
that are more likely to get eliminated than to make it. I mean, for the Packers at this point, you probably want to lose. If you're a Packer fan now, go get a top. I mean, Watson has turned into a good receiver. Yes. Um, Rodgers is not retiring. Nope. So at this point, if you're the Packers, you're not making the playoffs. I would just hope for the tank and get a, the best pick you're going to get in years and then get ready to come back strong next year. But also, do you, if you're, if you're Rodgers, right? Mm hmm. You're gonna try to win all these games because of you course. don't trust your GM. There's that too. Your GM is not gonna draft what you actually need. So, well, their schedule though, Senator. It's, I know it's horrible. It's a oh my gauntlet. god. Yeah, it's a gauntlet. Rams, Dolphins, Vikings, Lions. It's a gauntlet. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, just like the Seattle defense that just gave up a third and fifteen. Perfect. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Uh, are we sure Brock Purdy is not eligible for MVP yet? <laughs> hey, Should we put him in there? He 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 might win Offensive Rookie of the Year. He might he might just come to take everything at this point. I mean, I mean, the way that he's going, he the trophy that he's probably looking at right now is Super Bowl MVP. Oh, he's 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 going for it all to tell you the truth. Maybe stealing Rihanna after the halftime show, probably. Yeah, he's. Even on offense, he's trying to get defensive player of the year. Like Rockford, he's coming for all the awards. So, so we have three weeks left here uh, in this. We're getting close to playoffs. Uh, yeah, it's been a good, uh, been an enjoyable run here. And this is where things uh, start getting really, really interesting, Senator. Oh, that is a fact. That is a fact. But next week, for sure, one way or another, even if we have to call him in and mm -hmm. we have a family it. in the background. We are doing it. We got to get Coach on next week for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, go Falcons this week. Number one, most important, let's go Falcons. Let's go Dirty Birds. Do your thing sure. this week and give us some a team that we want to root for in the playoffs because we don't want to root for the Ravens in mm -hmm. those playoffs. And, nah, and Lord like knows my team is probably not going to be in the playoffs. Uh, but like I said, they're probably going to beat the Pats. Chargers are going to lose to the uh, Chargers and Lions are going to lose. An idiot Josh is going to be on her next week being like, guys, listen, we did this last year. We ran the gauntlet in December last year, and it's not that hard. I, I the, And the thing next week is that the the game against the Steelers, I think, is a day a day of or day after the immac Immaculate Reception. I think it's like the, 30, uh, like the 45th or something anniversary of that game. Oh, perfect. So really want revenge for that bullshit game. That was a drop by Franco Harris. Everyone knows that it's a drop by Franco Harris, but the camera just didn't want to cooperate. But uh, I digress. Everyone, thanks so much. Make sure you check out the the Not So Soft podcast, Senator. Yes, sir. Anything else? Um, well, just for now, just the Not So Soft. Um, we're coming to wrapping up our year end stuff too, so we are going to be putting out an episode next Monday, and hopefully the monday after but we'll just be taking new year's off nice yeah yeah fresh take is about to get crazy we have uh waiting for devin seal to get back and we'll have the uh the recap of the final uh episode of white lotus and what was a fantastic final season of white i lotus. gotta watch that man i gotta you watch that i still haven't watched it and i and i i pray to mike white and i've sent a tweet even uh <laughs> on our in our entertainment account i need Next season of White Lotus to have a lot more people of color. You need to need to change that. <laughs> go to Jamaica or something like that. 
Nah, but like, okay, okay. But if you're gonna go to some place, I also don't want it to be like um, wasn't what, what was that show? Uh, not Luke. Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage season two. Yeah, I don't need those like fake Jamaican accents. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like make no, sure you need authentic. the sincerity there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, we're gonna be recovering uh, the final season of White Lotus, which is one of the most fun shows ever and then um we have if you want awards and season reviews we have it for you we have the entertainment pod uh year in review where we talk gaming tv movies we have the snack fast food year in review we're going to talk about all of that we have your wrestling podcast which is renamed from the one fall podcast because ron funches how can you be mad at ron funches well can't be mad at him he can't he's he's amazing but he 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 named his pod one fall and He's a little bit more popular than us, so now it is the Your Wrestling Podcast, and we'll have Senator on there and some cameos uh, on that coming up here, and uh, then we will have our sports year in review as well, so Senator, Coach, and a bunch of people are going to be on that, so it's a busy time for year in review stuff as uh, we come to an end of a crazy 2022 here at Fresh Take, so the final rundown will be airing sometime in the next uh, few days here and then yeah it'll be all year review stuff for us and then we'll take uh, a little bit off until we come back talking about star wars the bad batch and the first episode of shot in the calgary region the last of us that sounds good yes indeed so until next time everyone and, and i mean the one thing you'll have consistently though is 7k podcast is not going anywhere till the super bowl so uh, running until the super bowl Every single week for you will be the 7K podcast. That's a fact. So until then, folks, cheers and enjoy the day.